the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. For the past two weeks, we interviewed J.B. Bernstein, whose heart is to launch initiatives and of, of evangelism and to change the culture I know in the Messianic congregations and in the churches too. His heart is all about evangelism. Today, though, we will discuss some of the how-tos. Let's pray, and then I'll give you some pointers, hopefully, and tell of some of my experiences over the last two weeks. Join with me. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King, we love you. We praise you and honor you. Lord, we want your word, your, the good news, the gospel of Yeshua to go forth to the Jews, to all those people in the area, and to, all, to the ends of the earth. So, Father, use us. Use us, Lord. We pray that we will be ready we pray that we will not allow divine appointments to leave us. We pray in the name of Yeshua that your spirit would be driving us and that we would be all about you. So we thank you, we bless you, and praise you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. So as most of you know, if you need information or want to help support our radio ministry, call Karen at 813-831-5673 or email, or um, you can email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or go to our website, heartofmessiah.org. Also, I'd like you to give me some of your opinions. Sharesh David in Tampa just went to a new website. We just... Uh, on, we just put launched it yesterday, and I'd like to know your opinion of what you think of it. And certainly you can give me ideas as to how to make it better. 
Now, uh, you can download on your phone the entire TLV Bible, along with many other helps. And I'm hoping that you'll do that. So just go to the App Store, look for the TLV in green. It says Journey, and it has an arrow. And when you finally open it, you can, the middle block, you click it, you get the Bible. Um, When you click uh, some of the other blocks, like the share block, you get Bible activists. And then uh, you click on that and you see all about evangelism. And we're going to try and increase those pages. But that's a lot of stuff that can help you. And there are also the blessings and, and lots of other things in the other parts of the app. So first, let me say... That, uh, as you know, we are focusing on reaching the lost. And I am totally out of my comfort zone when going up to somebody I don't know and just talking. How about you? <laughs> Does it, that make you a little nervous? Right. So I've done this now twice. I've gone out twice for about two hours each time. And the last time... I was less nervous, and I went up to somebody that I didn't know, and I started a conversation. Now, you have to understand, I'm an introvert, Uh, but I believe going out is a requirement of knowing Yeshua. I base this on many scriptures, but especially the scripture that hits me is Luke 10, 1 and 2, Uh, just Kind of listen to this. Now, after these things, the Lord assigned 70 others and sent them out two by twos before him in every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he was telling them the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, beg the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. Now, I believe we're to send out people just like Yeshua did. He sent them out two by two and everywhere. And he went to the Jew first and also to the nation. So I believe that that's what we're supposed to do. So we've been sending out teams of, oh, usually six or eight the past few weeks. Uh, We're trying to do most days. We're averaging three to four days a week. And then when we get to where we're going... um, we then break up into groups of two. Now, this past Monday, I had two lengthy talks when I went out. Uh, The first one uh, was with a person uh, who was married to a Jew, who had been married to a Jewish Jewish person. And though they weren't Jewish, the, the one I was talking to, their best friend was Jewish. And so I shared with him, and then I talked about the others, and I'm belie- we had a great talk. And uh, so how did I talk to him? Well, basically, I said, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm walking around and trying to get an understanding of what young people believe about God. Would you mind talking to me? That's how I did it. And he said, no, nah, I don't mind. I'll give you my opinion about God. So, um, you know, and I kept asking questions. And finally, once I felt that I had his trust, I started 
talking about the Lord and his relationship with the Lord. And, you know, and I was able to share the good news. Now, he didn't accept the Lord right on the spot, but he was open. He was willing to come to services and bring his Jewish friends. So that was good. The second talk was quite interesting. Um my my partner, so to speak, in as we were two by two, um, even though I had a partner, the first conversation was me alone, um, which was quite extraordinary for me. Uh, but the second one, I sort of joined my partner. They had begun talking, and it ended up I sort of took it over, and the family was Jehovah Witnesses. Now, the topic that we ended up talking about for maybe 20, 25 minutes was, is Yeshua deity and part of the triune nature of God, which I believe, yes, and he believed that Yeshua was not deity. By the time we were finished, he and his family had much to think about. We really feel that they they softened. They seemed to hear what I was saying. They were looking at the scriptures, and they realized that there was things they had to relook at. So we've had maybe approximately from our congregation about 25 people go out. And my hope is that we will reach the 70 mark, just like in that uh this verse that I read, and that uh, we will send out people almost every day, um, two by two, and, and we're just looking for good places to send people. If you have a suggestion for us as to where to go out uh, to meet people, and especially we'd love to meet Jewish people, but just in general, we'll, meet, we'll talk to anybody, and, but it, it has to be a good place where people aren't in a rush to leave and that they congregate so we can get to talk to them. If you'd like to join us, we would be blessed for that, too. Again, contact us through Karen or email, and we'll let you know when we're going out, where we're meeting, and all of that. We'd love to partner with people in the Messianic movement, but also people in the church. So uh, these next two weeks, we're going to talk about some of the basics of sharing our faith. And then we're going to end with a segue into the High Holy Days, because I want to see especially your Jewish friends coming to the High Holy Day services at our congregation. Wouldn't you like to see your Jewish friends come to know Yeshua as Messiah? Wouldn't you? Well, maybe God is saying for such a time, right? He's called on you. So how about it? Would you would you get involved with us in this? It would it would be such a blessing. And and I know the Lord would be excited about Jewish people coming to know him. So the following things that I'll share about sharing our faith is meant to be for Jewish people to share with Jewish people. But honestly, It's good for anybody. So you might want to take notes or just listen to this teaching, which will go on for a few weeks, a few times, so that you really get this into your brain. Um, First, let me say as a generalization, Christians can share the Lord better with Jewish people than Messianic Jews can. Because 
Messianic Jews are seen as traitors, as Meshumad. And Christians are just seen as people of a different faith. So they have way more tolerance for you than they do for me. And they will receive your love much greater than they will receive mine because they will think that I am being deceitful. Okay. So let's start with some general sharing principles. And involved in these will be how to start a conversation, how to keep it going, and answer questions accurately from Scripture and sensitively. So number one, when you are speaking to somebody about the Lord, I believe the first thing you want to do is create an attitude of trust by developing a relationship by asking questions. Have you ever met believers who, within 10 seconds, are giving you their favorite scriptures, telling you all about God, and just steamrolling you? And you want to run as fast as possible away from this person, even though they're a believer, right? Well, we can't be like that. So we create an attitude of trust by developing a relationship and asking questions. Asking questions shows that you care about the person, especially if you don't interrupt what they say and listen to what they say and react to what they say. It shows that you are listening. So questions you can ask would be, um, find some area of commonality and agreement. You can ask about their work. You can ask where they live. They, you can ask what music they enjoy. You can ask about children, education, place of worship. All of these things will give you information and show that you care. But I believe if you're going cold, like I did these past two weeks... Ask questions where they will give you permission to have a conversation about God. I believe this is the way to handle it. It's not the only way, but it's what I feel comfortable with doing. So I would say, as an example, as I did Monday night, I'm trying to get people's opinions about God. Would you have a moment so that I can hear your opinion? So there's nothing really threatening <laughs> about what I'm saying, right? And most people like to give their opinions. <laughs> so it, it it's now I did have one person Monday night say no. And so what did I do? I walked away. <laughs> I had another person say, "Well, you might not want to talk to me about God." Because I'm, I'm assuming you're here sharing your faith, and I'm part of the Assembly of God Church, and I know the Lord. I said, well, that's wonderful, and I walked away. So you want to find people who you, first of all, are willing to talk to you and, and have some, you know, they're not running away. So you ask for their opinion. You don't give them a sermon. You are seeing if they can talk for a couple minutes. You're not keeping them there. They're not in a rush. And you're honestly asking them for permission to have a discussion about God. 
So there's nothing deceitful about this, is there? Because they know our conversation is going to be about God. But it's going to start with their opinions. And so this guy, uh, when I shared Monday night, said, well, what do you want to know about God? <laughs> I said, well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> you know, I, I, what do you, you know, and so you can ask a myriad of questions. I would say, do you know God? Do you talk to God? I mean, there are all sorts of things you could say. All of these things give them the feeling that they are in control and you are showing them respect for them, for their time and their opinions. Now, what God questions do you start with? Well, you could start with, do you believe in God? Which is, I think, what I asked him on Monday. Do you believe in God? And he said, yeah. And I could tell by, yeah, meant that he really wasn't walking with God, but he knew there was a God out there somewhere. And so I asked, do you believe in the Bible? And he said, well, eh, sort of, not really. You know, do you worship God anywhere? Do you celebrate holy days like Passover or Yom Kippur or if you're not Jewish, uh, Christmas or Easter? Now, that way I could find out if he's Jewish or not, right? Without saying, hey, are you Jewish? (laughs) Why do you ask? Okay. So then what you want to do after that is connect a relevant topic to God. So one of the things that we started talking about based on a question of, do you think there is a lot of division in our country. And obviously he said, why are you asking? I said, well, are people, uh, you know, I find, what do you think the division is? And he gave me an opinion. I don't remember what he said exactly. And I said, you know what I think? And I waited for him to say, no, what do you think? Okay, because I want the interaction. I don't want this to be me giving a sermon to him because he's not going to receive it. So I said, I believe that people are disagreeing about right and wrong. He said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, as an example, you believe you know what's right and wrong, correct? He says, sure. And I said, I believe I know what's right and wrong. And since I'm probably 40 years older than you or 30 years older than you, I have a feeling we have some differences of opinion. So how can there be differences of opinion when something's either right or it's wrong? So I said, where do you get your authority for, for your opinion? And he says, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I think there are only two places you have, you can get authority from. You can either get authority from man. In other words, you learn information from man Or you learn information from God. So where do you get your information from? He says, well, you know, it's kind of my common sense. I said, well, where do you get your common sense from? (laughs) He says, well, you know, I've read a lot. Okay, so you get your common sense from man, right? So he says, yeah. And I says, well, doesn't that make you or the person you get that information from sort of godlike? Because 
that information that you've received from man is the authority that you're using for your common sense, correct? And that's why I want to get my common sense from God. Because God's common sense has been around for four or 5,000 years, and even though culture changes, I believe God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, and so this was, you can see where it goes as a conversation, right? And it ends up being a really deep, strong conversation without any tension. Because I'm constantly asking questions, and I'm, I'm giving my opinion, but I'm saying it's an opinion. And, and finally, at the end of the conversation, I'm talking about Scripture. I'm talking about sin. I'm talking about how do you get your sins, uh, you know, how, how are they atoned for? And it, it just, we had a great conversation. Now, this doesn't obviously happen every time. But I'm just wanting to encourage you today. I want to encourage you because this is such an opportunity for us as believers to go out and share. Do you have two hours of time a week, two to three hours of time because of transportation, to, to spend sharing with people? Now, honestly, after those two times of sharing, I was done. My head was fried because, you know, you have to think quickly on your feet. You have to be ready with scriptures. You know, I wasn't carrying a Bible, though I was carrying my phone. And so when we did get to a Bible question, I quickly went to the TLV Bible app. I went to the Bible and I was able to have him read from my phone about God. Look, times they are changing, my friend. Carrying a Bible sends a loud and clear message to the people you're about to meet. Get away from this guy. <laughs> so times are changing. We've got to change with the times. Don't we want to see the young people in our community saved? How is it going to happen if you are not going to get involved? Go to University of Tampa, go to USF, go, go to places, go to bars. I don't know if, if, if that's not against how you feel. And talk to people, um, you know, wherever they are. I, I'm not recommending you go to bars, but, but there are people there who probably are willing to talk. So, um, you know, you just pray and ask God. Look, if you want to join our our more formal way of doing it, please give me a call, okay? Well, you know, I don't have more time, and there's so much more I want to tell you about sharing your faith. Lots of good stuff, but uh, you'll have to come back next week. I have these 20 questions that I was hoping to start answering. Let me just read a couple of the questions. There can't be a God. Why would he allow the Holocaust? The Bible wasn't written by God. It was written by man. You can't know what to believe because it's open to interpretation. Okay, have you heard any of these things? Do you have an answer for them? All right. Come back next week, and we will tackle some of the hardest questions, in, in, including talking about abortions, homosexuality, and other great topics. 
So download the TLV app, please. Uh, You will be happy you did. Go online or call Karen to support us financially. We could really use the support. It's definitely appreciated for the radio program. Uh, You can um, go to heartofmessiah.org or call Karen at 813-831-5673. Come to Suresh David's various locations. Visit us. Go to our new website. Tell me what you think of it. Okay. May the Lord be your first priority, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close in prayer. Abba, Father. Teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah. God of Israel Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.